was a good haul for Taiwan at the Michelin Awards this year, but how do the men and women behind the Michelin Guide itself really feel about the country's culinary landscape? In this week's edition of Taiwan Talk, I speak to Gwendal Polinek, International Director for the Michelin Guides, who tells us what went into the selection process and how the group really feels about Taiwan's culinary scene. The Michelin Guide has been following the same methodology for more than uh, one century, always looking at uh, five universal criteria uh, to find uh, the best places to eat. So regarding the quality of the product, the mastery of cooking techniques, the harmony and balancing flavors, the personality of the chef and team, as expressed on the plate, and last but not least, the consistency, both over time and throughout the menu as a whole. The Mission Guide selection is done by the famously anonymous inspectors who eat out on average 300 times a year, lunch and dinner. They never come back, the same inspectors is never coming back twice to the same place so that we can, at the, at the end of the day, really establish a restaurant recommendation based on a team decision. So all Mission Guide inspectors uh, are working full-time for Michelin. They have a, a professional background working in the industry. And of course, they are passionate about food and uh, they are passionate about exploring to unearth all uh, the hidden gems uh, of the local culinary scene. Taiwan is one of those places that's known for its street food, more for street food and less for fine dining. Do you feel that Michelin has played a part in moving Taiwan's dining culture towards fine dining at all? But again, the mission of uh, the inspectors is to unearth the hidden gem. And I think uh, by doing so, being able to, to put a spotlight on all the categories of the restaurants, the mission guide plays part to ignite uh, a local positive emulation, also to push uh, the restaurants, the chef and their team, you know, to raise the bar from uh, one year to the other to continue to elevate the quality of what they are offering to their guests. And of course, Taiwan is known and famous worldwide for the quality of the street food, but not only. And what we, we see today, there is also a lot of new talents uh, local talents, uh, young talents joining the industry with their own project, uh, with their own ideas. So a brand new generation of uh, young and ambitious uh, and creative uh, chefs. But we can also uh, say that uh, not only the foodies of Taiwan as a destination, but uh, the chefs uh, do so as well because you have more and more international uh, chefs that are not only paying attention to Taiwan, but also willing to establish in Taiwan to, to benefit from uh, the wonderful products, but also all uh, the culinary influences and the inspiration they will found based on the wonderful and the very deep cultural culinary heritage. It took six years for Taiwan, from the time the guide was introduced to the time its first three-star Taiwan cuisine restaurant was introduced. And in the case of Singapore, the same uh, event that I attended last week, uh, it was the first time a Singapore-themed restaurant was recognized with three stars. And not only was it not in Singapore, it was in Taichung. Now, I would like to know whether this speaks to the development of the respective cuisines, or does it speak to the changes in the understanding of the Michelin Guide as to what these two respective cuisines have to offer? But, you know, I will have to, to say first that uh, across the world, so the Mission Guide is covering today more than 40 different uh, countries. 
and uh, in all ores, the restaurant selection, we are proposing more than 100 different styles of cuisine. We do that uh, really with really uh, open minds, and uh, the inspectors, they have no quota when they assess uh, the, the quality of the restaurants and when they establish their team recommendations. So uh, for me, the, the selection and the fact that, uh, yes, for the first time, in the history of cuisine, we have uh, Taiwanese modern cuisine restaurants at three-star level, as well as the first Singaporean cuisine three-star level restaurants, just reflect the fact that those restaurants have elevated the bar, they have reached the ultimate culinary level, and deserve fully the mission guide the accolade, uh, respecting their food style and their, their culinary identity. So at the mission guide, all teams have definitely no quota. They will really reward the restaurants and recommend the restaurants based on the quality of the food experience, always following the universal criteria I already mentioned. And we always ensure that they are open-minded and that we also incorporate the local culinary knowledge. Worldwide, the Mission Guide Inspectors team is made of men and women for more than 25 different nationalities. And when we make a selection, for example, in Taiwan or in France, we will involve inspectors coming from all the destinations, as well as we will ensure that the inspectors that are based in Taiwan or based in, in France will travel the world to contribute to all the selection. Okay, that's a way for the mission guide to ensure the consistency of the rating, to, let, to make sure that we are letting uh, no uh, stone unturned and that we have no culinary bias. So, and I can say that for me, of course, beyond being an absolute uh, professional in their field, the main quality of uh, the mission guide inspectors is to be really open-minded and willing to recognize and to put a spotlight on the quality, whether it is local or international restaurants, whether it is a a small and casual eateries or, let's say, a luxury fine uh, dining place. We just put the spotlight on the best places to eat. So how would you address concerns that Michelin understands Western dining, but perhaps not so much Asian dining? So maybe the guide is not as relevant in this part of the world, generally speaking, and more specifically to the more niche markets. Taiwan certainly is is much more unique and much more different. First of all, you know, when we look at at the figures of the people connecting to a website to access to our restaurant's recommendation, we can witness that we have more and more people from across the world really looking for the mission guide recommendation where they are dining out. And a lot of them are definitely coming from Asia to be able to to take into account the local uh, culinary cultures. Again, the mission guide uh, has uh, put in place a truly international network of inspectors having in-depth knowledge of all the local culinary uh, particularity, but yet being open to the world to make sure that they can compare and announce the quality of the food without uh, bias. And I can tell you that uh, we are paying a lot of attention to, uh, let's say, Asian cuisine, because it is both, uh, you know, very diverse and also very, very dynamic. And uh, I think Taiwan is a very good example of that. You find a lot of diversity in terms of style of restaurants, okay, simple uh, street food, uh, high-end restaurants, food with a local uh, heritage, food with 
international influences and you feel that dynamic. You know, more and more young people going to the restaurants, more and more young people joining the, the restaurants industry. And I can tell you that uh, I'm personally and my inspector are as well very much impressed you know, by the wonderful dynamic uh, we feel in Taiwan and the local culinary scene is definitely promising. And despite the, the great results uh, we shared just a few days ago, two new three-star restaurants, but also new big gourmet, new two-stars, new one-stars restaurants, plus green stars. We feel that uh, Taiwan has still a lot of potential, and this is maybe just the beginning. Okay, and now as a final question. Can you talk about what you see as dining trends for Asia in general and Taiwan in particular? I'd like you to focus on the Green Star and um, the Bib Gourmands simply because I think for the for the greater audiences, that's much more accessible. And let's say that even, uh, you know, within all teams, and uh, sometimes we consider the people more are our inspectors' favorites, because there are the places uh, the inspectors will go uh, by themselves when they are not eating out for, for lunch, when they are eating out, uh, for example, uh, with their family, because not only you have a, 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 an attention to the, to the value for money, okay? But uh, an attention to, to to the quality, and most of the times the people are offering very accessible food with a local influence, and uh, most of the time using very fresh local seasonal products. So, uh, and then to come back, let's say to the main uh, to the main trends, and uh, what we can say is first, the Taiwan uh, culinary scene is flourishing with uh, some closure, but many new exciting uh, opening. And uh, frankly, from the outside, and comparing with all the destinations, I can tell you that uh, I do believe that the Taiwanese uh, are really passionate about dining uh, out. And uh, today, uh, I must confess that even for, for inspectors, you know, it's sometimes hard to get a reservation. Okay, so it has become one of the main uh, topics over there. Getting okay, dining out is so popular. Then uh, okay, we also sometimes have to struggle, okay, uh, to to have a seat and experience ourselves uh, the restaurants like any other you know uh, customers do. Because again, the inspectors are anonymous, so uh, they they reserve, they come, they eat, they pay, they go. So uh, we uh, we have no vi we have no VIP entries to restaurants. So very busy landscape, uh, very uh, young clients, uh, uh, a lot of, uh, let's say, uh, female solo diners. Maybe uh, one of the trends that is quite uh, noticeable in Taiwan. And to come back uh, also to the, to the Green Star, because I think it also reflects uh, one of the trends, which is quite strong. Uh, especially in Taiwan, is um, the the fact that a notable number of restaurants are today incorporating new ways of thinking. Okay, and sometimes they just implement a minor change. Okay, to 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 be more uh, respectful to the environment, to care for their producer, to care for the product, to you know limit the waste, uh, for for example. And they are also really leading the way. And uh, we have in Taiwan a real farm-to-table to um, movement based all, also on the use of the wonderful local products, which are also very diverse. Uh, Taiwanese are real foodies, okay? And they contribute by uh, their exigence, uh, 
uh, to continually elevate the quality uh, of the restaurant's offering. You are listening to Gwendal Polanek, International Director for the Michelin Guides. That does it for this edition of Taiwan Talk. I'm Hope Go. Do join us again next time. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>